Hey, this is Spencer. And I'm Britt. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 292 albums in his Pike series, and we're going to listen to him. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. Oh, oh, my Welcome head getters, bed wetters, <laughs> trendsetters, friends, and bucket heads. This is episode 56 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. What do you got for 56, Spencer? I got absolutely nothing for 56. Uh, it's half of 112. Uh, that you're not wrong, but you know what 56 <laughs> is? Uh, a future uh, trap producer and um, rapper Future has a, a mixtape called 56 Nights. Aye, tight. Aye, did you know right. there's 56 cards in the minor arcana of a tarot deck? Uh, that sucks. You've definitely dated <laughs> enough tarot bitches to know that, Spencer. Pay attention. <laughs> wow. Pay attention. Wow. Throw pay, around allegations Pay attention here. when women speak, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> pay attention. When you beat the tarot hose uh, allegations, <laughs> it's like me being like, oh, no. Does. Tarot hose. <laughs> I got uh, sickness, Brit. So, so fifty six is also the number of white men who signed the Declaration of Independence. Can oh. you guess how many people total signed the Declaration of Independence? Fifty six. Bingo! <laughs> it was all white men. It's it's weird to think that the Declaration and Constitution cover anybody else but land owning white men because it's there pretty clearly. It's only for land-owning white men. Oh, yeah, that's true. Abolish the Constitution. Nice. Yeah, this is a... Uh, this <laughs> is Abolish a Constitution cast. Oh, wow. That's yeah. uh, that's heavy. That's heavy. This is... Co- constitution can refer to other things, too. It can refer to, like, how you poop. Yeah, your internal it's... Constitution. Uh-huh. Abolish uh-huh. that as well. You yeah, know? yeah, do that. You know, every, every day, just, uh, you know, have, like, a, a handful of, um, like, opiates... Uh-huh. And then a handful of like fiber pills and uh, <laughs> uh, di- like diuretics and, and like uh, uh-huh. you know uh, stool softeners. Just throw them all together and just take a handful. And just see what happens. See what happens because yeah. you know some of them will plug you up. Some of them will like send you to space and make it so you can't shit for two weeks. Yeah, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. It'll be a. It's an adventure. It's a real Russian roulette of your asshole, <laughs> which I know a thing or three about. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a how, Russian how, roulette how, with your asshole. How you been, Spencer? Damn it, I was <laughs> trying to segue. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been pretty good. You know what I've been doing, Britt? I've yeah, been seeing up? weird shit on cars and t-shirts, and I need to talk about them. Okay, okay interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I actually took a picture of a car Oh, excellent. Uh, this yeah. week that, that I yeah. thought was a little weird, but t- tell me you know, what you got. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. No. So I, I, I was walking through the parking garage at my work the other day, mm-hmm. and I saw a car with a bumper sticker that said, um, uh, oh, hold on. I have to figure it out in my brain. Um, uh, oh, fuck. Okay. It's, it's such a weird... Okay. We'll come back to that one. Um cool. A coworker of mine has a shirt that uh, he wears a lot, and uh-huh. it just says in large block letters, it's a black shirt, it has white text on it, in large uh-huh. block letters, it says, 
N P R A F. Like <laughs> national public radio is fuck. Yes. Okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense. He's like ascribing to the brand of NPR and saying uh-huh. like, "Hey, I'm an NPR motherfucker," which like I feel like I, is unfortunately I, yeah. the same type of people who were like uh, uh, Ruth Gator Bin- Ginsburg fucking <laughs> no, shirts wow. and shit. Wow, you murdered that. Yeah, I just want to say RGB, but like RBG, whatever. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Ruth's ginger beer. (laughs) Shut up. Rachel's. Rachel's. Rachel's Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) Rachel's ginger beer is a a local Seattle um, restaurant that I work by, actually. Yeah, um, they they are owned by a woman who had white dreadlocks for like... 12 years or oh, something. Oh, dude. I'm, I did, does, does she still? She, she does still. I've seen still. her recently. There, there was a big uh, Twitter controversy where, like, eventually she shaved her dreadlocks and, like, wrote an apology letter about it. Holy say, shit. Saying, like, hey, I I, uh, I didn't know that this was so wrong in the community. But then some of her employees came out and was like, yeah, I talked to her about it, like, eight years ago. And she, like, defended it. And so apparently she Yikes. she was really shitty about it for a long time. So I don't I don't know I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, uh, their their ginger beer sells really well though. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I carry that at the co-op. They have a uh, they do like a CBD ginger beer. Oh yeah, that I was you buying for a while. On, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was buying that for a while in like a growler, and I was making Moscow mules with it. Oh no, nice, it was nice. like I was getting black currant ginger beer with oh, CBD yeah. in it. Oh, this is damn. the most Seattle fucking experience imaginable. Yeah. Like Seattle's a fucking weird place, but like it is a place where you can get a growler of CBD black currant ginger beer. And then you can fucking make a Moscow mule with it and then like fucking, I don't know, stay up really late playing Call of Duty. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's a thing you can do. Okay. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah. Sh- um, should you though? Better I don't question. know. Uh, but no, like, okay. So oh, fuck, I can't remember the exact wording on this bumper sticker they saw. So like, it was basically something that said midwifery is a form of protest. Okay. It was something like that. Uh, I mean, I could, and I could, I was like, I could see some sort. What does this mean? <laughs> well, some sorts of midwifery are very like you know pro feminine and like pro nature. I, I could see that. Like like doulas and midwives do some very interesting work. Um, that I, I could see as forms of like protest, especially, you know. I don't know. Against if, big if you're, if you're hospital. Working, if you're working in women's health, there is some evil white man out there opposed to what you're doing, no matter what I, it is. I'm sure I could see that. Uh, it was a, yeah, and it wasn't the sort of thing where I saw it and I was like, that's dumb. I saw it and I was like, I have no fucking idea what right. this is about. So, so, like, what is happening? So can I show you <clears throat> uh, some bumper stickers that I saw? And I, I'd, oh, like you, I'd like you to read these in order for me. Yes, Absolutely. And tell me your impression. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I was okay. driving behind okay. this vehicle the other day, so there and are... I stopped behind them at the red light, and I was like, what? <laughs> and I, I, I had to take a picture, because this this gives a very interesting worldview oh on the back of a car uh, in yeah. three different <laughs> things. Really Go for does. it. Okay. Start. So there are three items here. Two of them are stickers, and one of them is a decal. The the decal is in the center, like sandwiched by the two <laughs> stickers. Yes. <laughs> 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 
Um, right? Right, yeah. Right. So <laughs> the first sticker, it's a bumper sticker that's been worn. It's been on this sticker for a long... Sorry, it's been on this car for a long time. Which is weird because the car is not that old. It's maybe 10 years old max. Sure, sure, yeah. And it looks like it's been on there since they got it. And it yep. is a blue and white sticker. And it, 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 the on the left-hand side, there's a Star of David. Mm-hmm. And then it says, Heart Israel. Yep. It just it just has a, like a heart, and then it says Israel. Like but I it, think the like the 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 last two letters are chopped off. Yeah, it's like yeah. heart is red. It says yeah. What what I can read is Star of David, and then a heart, and then I S R A Isra Isra. But it's very clear, like by the fading, they they're definitely talking about you know, Israel. You know what I prefer better than Isra? <laughs> What's that? Better like better than Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Scott that. joke. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, the the second item that I well okay let's talk about the second bumper sticker first so the second bumper sticker is below the decal and it is also a blue and white sticker and uh-huh. it also has a star of David in the center of it it does but above the star of David there's a blue line and it says blue and white forever hmm hmm okay okay and so this this Israel sandwich is then sandwiching a Jesus fish. <laughs> <laughs> just like, so, yeah, so, like, I saw the first thing, like, okay, whatever, just, like, pro-Zionist Jewish people, uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. And then my eye went down, and I'm like, so, they're just very, very pro-Israel, uh-huh. but happen to be Christian, like, because they only have one Jesus thing on, on here. Like, <laughs> the whole car only had these three bumper stickers on it. So mm-hmm. the worldview is like... Their worldview is Israel sandwich. I am I am a pro-Zionist first, Christian second. <laughs> Which I'm like... <laughs> what? What is that? Who, who, who is that person? Like, I mean, maybe it's just like someone who really wants like the whole end of days, like fucking left behind situation to happen. Okay, all right. Um... And they're just like, yeah, I just want the world to be, uh, I, I want to go to heaven. I want the world to be just mm-hmm. bad people, you know? Yeah. And so because of that, they're like super pro-Zionist. Because one thing about Zionism is like all of the Zionist uh, aims really co-align uh-huh. with evangelical end of days. Yeah, theory. they really do. Funny how that works out, huh? It's super weird um, it's super fucking weird yeah there's a lot of good youtube documentaries on it you should take a love look a youtube documentary about uh how evangelicals and zionists became basically part of the same political faction mm-hmm. um yeah uh yeah no i've definitely listened to a lot of stuff about that yeah yeah it's, it's uh, fascinating yeah totally uh the behind the bastards episode about uh, benjamin netanyahu mm. is pretty good yeah, the Netanyahu uh, behind the bastards. General. Yeah, uh, wonderful show. Uh, yeah, pretty uh, good. Uh, Robert Evans, amazing host. I uh, I saw another car. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I, wow, I, we've we've been lucky that we've been blessed. We have been blessed. Uh, I saw a car in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. this past weekend. Oh well, there's a lot of yeah, and I'm gonna you show. Sure, it wasn't a rickshaw. I, I, yeah, no, this was on a newer car. This was like a newer Subaru. All right. And uh, I'm going to show you the sticker and have you describe it. Okay. Um, but this was taken in Portland, Oregon on Friday. <laughs> uh, so, so it's got a... Um, 
It's a, it's a, it looks like a very big bumper sticker, like the size it was of a large, license it was, plate. Yeah, it was a large, well, maybe not that big, but it was a large bumper yeah, sticker. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's a very large rectangle. It's it's like double the size of most uh, regular bumper stickers, and uh-huh. it's it's yellow and blue, uh-huh. and it's got like a, a, an old style detective on it, wearing like a trench coat. Uh-huh. It's got a big beard. Yeah, got a big beard. I think, and uh, it's got a lot of question marks around him, like Matthew Lesko style. And it just <laughs> says, do you follow my meme page this close? <laughs> Which is, uh, um, you know, was, if as many people followed my meme page as drove behind me, yeah, I'd have to tone it down a lot. Yeah, for fucking <laughs> real, right? For fucking real. Uh, but that was <clears throat> that was a fun sight to see, a sight to behold, if you will. Um, they didn't have any information about their meme page on their the car, or else I w- would have followed them. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have followed them. Too. Yeah, That's, maybe you know what? Yeah. Maybe I I should let's get decals for our cars that have our. This meme. is the stupidest idea you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, because like someone's gonna like be like, oh, let me check that out, and they look at it and be like. This motherfucking communist son of a bitch. And yeah. They fuck up my car real no, bad. Well, no, they're going to get mad at me and be like, what the fuck's that guy doing? Because I, like, I don't know, ran over a something. I don't know. Did something oh, crazy well, you're or just stupid. A and then driver. Well, I'm that's a bad on driver. You. So that's why I'm a good I get, driver. That's so why I, I leave, care. like, no d- distinguishing marks on my vehicle. See, that's the thing is, like, a lot <laughs> of people would, like, follow me, like, because, like, oh, that's a courteous driver. I should follow them on Instagram and be like, what the fuck? When have you what ever said fuck? that? Have you ever said that in real life? Have you ever said like, oh, that person's such a courteous driver. Yeah. I'm going to follow their Instagram from the yeah. shady link QR code that's plastered <laughs> to the back of their car. No, no. All, all, all the time I will like write out little notes like uh, badass driving son and then I'll like airdrop <laughs> them and I'll just send them to all the available iPhones around me. <laughs> of course. And See, then like the ho- hopefully like one of them actually like is the right one. Sure, yeah. See if you can get any bites, you know? Yeah. Bites. Megabytes, baby. Yeah, megabytes. Shut up. Meg- meg- <laughs> that's, that we do that at the Mega Lunch. <laughs> okay. Megabytes. <laughs> no one, that's an inside joke to you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, speaking of inside jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe you should try. What's up with you, Britt? Uh... Tell me, come on, give me an anecdote. Uh, I don't know, um, stuff and things, I guess. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I just been hanging out and jerking off and stuff. Oh, tight. Tell me what you've been jerking off to. The uh, I don't know, porn. <laughs> <laughs> You? <laughs> wow, I never thought of jerking off to porn. Like, like if you want to know all the specific types of porn, <laughs> that's a whole nother bucket cast, baby. Yeah, that's a whole nother hole, baby. That's a whole hell, nother kind of head. Oh yeah. Like I've, yeah. Uh, I uh I have a versatile taste. <laughs> <laughs> I I like a lot uh, of things. Yeah, you know, I'm, a smorgasbord I'm, of things. I like, I'm all, I'm, I like some choices, mm. some, some uh, the graveyard beverage of the soda fountain, if you will, of right. pornography. I mean, there's, there's I, w- I will say the categories of porn that I'm not into are few and far between. Love it. I mean, I don't, I don't like poo-poo stuff. I'm not a... 
You not say a, that now. Not a Chuck Berry, if you will. <laughs> Chuck Berry sucks. Yeah. Well, no, he, he more just shits in, in uh, sex workers' faces and farts in their faces. Yeah, he does. There's that. a really great video of him farting in one of their faces. <laughs> that was a fart right there. So <laughs> yeah, you said that to me after a bucket cast, and I watched it the next morning, and I was like, hmm. well, now it's officially on a bucket cast. I'm not going to edit that out. That's great. I love that. Um, we're probably kicked off Twitch now. No, nah, we're still rolling, it looks like. Yeah. Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. Love that. Yep. All right, man. Hit me with a bucket fact. I'd love to hit what you with you a bucket fact. 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 Oh, today we're going to talk about Buckethead's history in video games. Oh yeah, this is Vid- this has been one I've been wanting to talk to you about quite yeah. a bit, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, because a lot of people, you know, and as we've commented many times, a lot of his stuff is very video game soundtrack-esque. Yes. It sounds, a yes. lot of it sounds like it should just be in a first-person shooter. And he has music in a couple first-person shooters. We will get to that. Um, so. <laughs> although, he'd already, so. although he'd already done quite a bit of soundtrack work for various movies and... Uh, other things. The first time Buckethead is officially on a video game is in 2001 for X-Men Reign of Apocalypse. Oh. Released on the Game Boy Advance. What? Correct. What? Yep, on the Game Boy Advance. He is credited with guitar licks and guitar sounds. Amazing. Which I, I okay. tried to look up uh, like gameplay footage of this, and I found some, but nothing that I would be like, oh, okay. I, it, I don't know. I will source this, the, the soundtrack for this. We'll okay. Listen to definitely. It. Definitely. I yeah. don't know if it was on the soundtrack because he's credited with literally uh, guitar licks and guitar sounds, I think, on his like, IMDb. Yeah. Okay. Um. The first time we see him actually do anything prominently in the video game world is in 2006, where he is licensed for Guitar Hero 2, mm-hmm. where his track Jordan, about Michael Jordan, is one of the more difficult tracks in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is kind of like, uh, it, it really... This is a big moment for Buckethead. It, it is. It, yeah. it made a huge boost in his career. It brought him to an entirely new generation of people, because... Like, consider the people who really, you know, heard him before, heard him from one of two sources. Yeah. Uh, which was probably going to be, like, when he got Primus. big in the first place from Primus mm-hmm. or with Guns N' Roses. And yep. so most of those fan bases are going to be older, you mm-hmm. know, because both of those Correct. bands came into being in the late 80s, early 90s. But although Guitar Hero 2 is generally, I would say, a cross-generational game, like, there's a yeah. lot of interest in a variety of different generations... It's going to be primarily by the generation who was in adolescence of at that time, two thousand six. Yes, millennials. millennials. Correct. So yeah, yeah. and and before that, I'd say his fan base was probably going to be predominantly Gen Xers and maybe Boomers. Yeah, Um, but definitely not millennials. I mean, how how would you really get into him unless you were into like classic rock? And weird prog rock from the '90s, which isn't, which wasn't a cool thing in the early 2000s. It's just true at all. Like uh, it's true, and we lived there. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. 
after that, we uh, see his biggest year in 2008, where he licensed two songs, one being Soothsayer for Guitar Hero 3. Nice. Which is now his most popular song by far. Uh-huh. And uh, then also a writing credit on Shackler's Revenge for Guns N' Roses, um, which appeared prominently and was actually, uh, in many cases, um, displayed on a cover sticker for Rock Band 2, as it was the second release song from Chinese Democracy mm-hmm. and initially exclusive to the game. Nice. Oddly, Buckethead would not have any more songs on Guitar Hero or Rock Band games after this. Mm-hmm. Next time we see him perform on a video game is in 2012's Twisted Metal, the reboot. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. he has a song on there called okay. Ready to Die, uh, written and performed by him and Brain, also huh. known as Brian Mantia. Nice. Um, and then the most recent video game soundtrack he's done mm-hmm. is on a first-person shooter, uh, known as Sigil, which is the fifth installment in the Doom series mm-hmm. and released independently by John Romero, who is one mm-hmm. of the original creators of Doom. Hell yeah. Um, so I want to play this really bad because of this. Yeah. <clears throat> it is like weirdly difficult to figure out how to play this. Yeah, because it is a mod for the original Doom. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it's like if you're trying to buy a collection of like the Doom stuff that has it in it, mm-hmm. it is in some of them and it is not in other ones. And you, like, it's super weird. It's, you know, you like you can technically play it on a PlayStation, but it's like you have to jump through all these hoops to do it. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's super strange. <clears throat> but yeah, it's that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Um, and like it is the entire soundtrack uh, in both regular guitar and uh also, a composer known as James Paddock uh, uh-huh. completely arranged all of Buckethead's stuff in MIDI. The fucking rules. I know. And so that they, slaps. They, I know, right? That's so That's tight. That's so fucking cool. I love that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I don't game much, but if you do, maybe check out any of these games that Buckethead is in. And uh, also in the future, Spencer and I will at some point uh, be streaming one or maybe all of these games if we can correct we can figure out how to do I, it. I think that we should definitely like keep a lookout on the patreon space because i think i would like to lead a bonus episode about sigil yeah i think that that would be potentially be very dumb. cool hell yeah uh yeah and that is the history of buckethead in video games we listened to three more pikes this week yeah we did uh pike 166 167 and 168 we got b region shapeless and ognorator (laughs) respectively ognorator ognorator i think think ognorator let's say ognorator let's go with ognorator yeah okay yeah. Anyway, Pike 166 Region uh, uh-huh. released on August 25th, 2015, just four days after the previous Pike Orange Tree. Yeah. This is um, this, this is, is all a, right. This is a strong Pike. It's it's pretty good. It's, I think um, <clears throat> I think this is a really good Pike. Honestly, it's it's a uh, it's bluesy. It's arena <clears throat> rocky. It's uh it's hard like, rock ballads. It's got a lot of energy, and there's a lot of like shredding it is like there's, yeah, there's so a lot of much shredding. shredding i'm surprised you like this one so much because there's a lot of bluesy stuff in here 
There is, but it like it feels very like I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of energy in it. They, mm-hmm. Like there's some bluesy stuff in the middle, but like it's not for too long, and then it gets out of it. There's a lot of like just kind of like heavy arena rock stuff. There's some. So here's one thing that happens in this record that I like a lot, yeah. and there's like some pretty okay bass lines in it, and like there are that, some okay, but they're they're very repetitive. Not uh, sure, but the mix is great, and the mm-hmm. drum programming is great, it is. and it's like it it's you, good. You know what? Some of it actually really reminds me of is Steve Vai, to be honest. Interesting, I can see it, that. It's yeah. very clean, bluesy but metal type of stuff. Yeah, and it's very, very shreddy. Like, it there's some really, yeah, there's some cool stuff. Really good shredding in um, this. One, one thing I kind of realized uh, on track four on here is like, as much shredding and blues stuff as he does, does he only play on hardtail guitars? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's never played with a whammy bar before. Really. Yeah, no, which is really, really interesting that, yeah. to me because it's like. I mean, that's a whole nother instrument. If it is, it. yeah, totally. And you can make it your own, but like he manages to be very interesting without ever using one. Although True, yeah. I, I do think he could make something really cool with it. You know? I, I think he could too. And it's interesting to me that he, he never really like does that kind of like, stuff. In, in, you know, <laughs> I, I always use uh, Andy LaRoque as an example. because The guitar player from King Diamond. Because he's just one of the best lead guitarists of all time. He's incredible, in yeah. And like he, and, his use of a whammy bar yes. in particular is oh, like so expressive. And uh, also really all of the, most all of the leads on uh, Death's Individual Thought Patterns. Yes. Which is an amazing album. It is an amazing album. Maybe, maybe his best album for guitar parts to be honest Ooh. well i i know because he has i mean riffs dude them, dude them the, i don't know dude them. i am an abigail motherfucker abigail is incredible but uh, them 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 yeah. is riffs abigail is leads like i think they're so comparable that like i can't no, they like, aren't I, they are not we'll have another we have to talk about that on another thing we'll have to do a king diamond cast at yeah some point, but <clears throat> that's that's t- something totally different King, King Diamond to me, I feel like King Diamond to me is similar to how you feel about like Megadeth. Hmm. Like, cause King Diamond, like, I don't know, told me a lot about me when I, I first you discovered know, him. Honestly, same. Like I got absolutely obsessed with King Diamond. Like, did I show you King Diamond? Cause I remember the first time I ever heard him was I just randomly bought Spider's yeah. Lullaby when I was like 16, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it fucking the Diamond Center Mammoth music. I remember listening to Abigail with you and Justin and Chris in your car. Okay, because that well that was well after. Yeah, because uh, like yeah okay, so I might have I might have yeah, introduced maybe. you to the, you you might have yeah to the, to the king long yeah. live the king long live if, the king dude. if you can ever see King Diamond live do it it's, I have it's one of the, yeah. oh I'm I'm talking to the audience here oh what nobody's listening it's okay it, no well they're they will. Um, <laughs> They will or else. Yeah. Uh, both of them have seen him live. And yeah. I can personally say it is one mm-hmm. of the best concerts I've ever seen. Yeah. He's absolutely incredible. He's, like, he's, absol- he's yeah. not only absolutely incredible. He's like 60 years old. Yeah. And he is still one of the best live performances I've ever seen. Yeah. He's absolutely it's incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Like he has so much energy. He has boundless energy. He, his precision and uh, of the material and showmanship is mm-hmm. 
second to n- nobody I've ever seen live. Yeah, he's he's like on the level of like a Bruce Dickinson. Bruce, I was going to say Bruce like, Dickinson yeah, is the yeah. only other vocalist who yeah. is that album perfect yeah. and energetic live that Absolutely. I've ever seen. Yeah, no, totally. Like I, uh, I, I've only seen Maiden once, but like, mm-hmm. and it was like <clears throat> fairly recently yeah. and like, yeah, he was amazing though. Four like years ago they were so good. Yeah, yeah, they were incredible. So good. Dude, Steve Harris is a beast. Steve Harris a beast, is a yeah. fucking rock. Like I I wish he would have played with more bands to be honest. Could be interesting to hear. Yeah, cuz cuz like I just want to hear him play with other people cuz I mean, although he fits so perfectly in Maiden, like mm-hmm. he's such a good goddamn musician. I want to hear all of his takes on music. For sure. Yeah. I love Steve Harris and his We know. Uh, I I I'm I'm going to find his daughter and seduce her. Nice. And become part of the Harris family. That's amazing. That's my goal good, in life. Good luck with that. I thanks for making this grand statement. I think you're going to achieve that and like if it, there's anything I can do to help, I'm I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. If if it meant being fully heterosexual, I'd do it <laughs> to be Steve Harris's son. That rocks, dude. <laughs> I love that. Bucket back. Bucket uh, back. <laughs> so this yeah, this was a pretty good album. It was all right to me. Uh, you think it was pretty good? I think it was pretty good. I, I liked it. I liked was, it a lot. Actually, there was a lot of copy pasting of drum parts. I think, <clears throat> and like the bass riffs were cool, but they were very repetitive. Uh, a lot of jamming over like bluesy progressions and mm-hmm. a lot of copy pasting. I think it goes to like a lost city of Pompeii, uh, water thrill park ride thing. Wow. Okay. Where do you think it goes? Uh, ah, this one's tough. It's so like there's a lot of like epic parts in it. I feel like like a lot of like really epic shredding. It's like soaring. I don't. I don't know if I'd soaring, say epic. Soaring leaves. And also, though. can we stop using the word epic? Like that's a Ben it's Shapiro epic. word. It's a Ben Shapiro I've, word. I've never. Word. I've never heard that person talk. Like I don't know anything uh, about. It's him. an Elon Musk word. Then. Ugh. Yeah, he uses he uses epic unironically a lot. In his tweets. It's really gross. Well, just don't read his tweets. I try not to. Good. But he's he's all over the Twitterverse, and he's a douchebag. Yeah, he sucks. You can't avoid douchebags that big. That's true. That's true. But you can avoid... Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I'm, it's clearing your throat cast. Um... Every one mm-hmm. of our podcasts is a clearing your throat cast. Oh, God, concert. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, here's my idea. It's the soundtrack to, you know, that thing that you do where you're like on a narrow thing and you have like a, a stick that has like two like in like either inflated things on the ends or they're like like puffy things and you try to battle with another person. You're both in like suits with like... Foam yeah, on them. yeah, it's like the American Gladiators. American Gladiators or like an MXC kind of a thing. Uh-huh. Like, and then there's like a ball pit underneath you, and you're trying to knock somebody into the ball pit. I feel like it's a soundtrack okay. to it, a thing like that. Okay, and I think that would be excellent, but it would be cool if they were like shaped like, or they, they were wearing like chicken suits or something. Okay, and they were holding like big fake guitars and trying to like, oh yeah, paint. yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> It'd be stupid. But yeah. I, would, I would like it. I think it would be nice. That'd be fine. Yeah. That, that's okay. <laughs> I'll accept it. Pike okay. 167 Shapeless released on August 27th, 2015. Just two days. Just two days. Just two days after wow. Region. 
and uh, my brother's 30th birthday. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Happy birthday, Beck. Yeah, this one's uh, split into three tracks. First one being the titular track, Shapeless. Tit- Speaking of titular. Yeah, it uh, Big Titties Baby. Yeah, yeah. This is a big titty album for sure. Yeah, sure. Um, the the first song is uh, more than half the album, mm-hmm. uh, sixteen minutes long. It's a pretty cool metal rocker with some cool solos. Yeah, there's some like this one's pretty weird. It goes to some places. Yeah, there's like some mm-hmm. shreddy stuff. There's like weird like whammy pedal sludge riffs, which yeah. is like cool. That's like an interesting texture. It sounds weird. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, the the first song was all right. Uh, honestly, though, I feel like uh, the back half of the album is the strong half of the album, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, track two, Vogue Light or Vague Lights. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a weird metal song, but it's got a very like speed metal feel to it. Like uh, uh, we were just talking about Iron Maiden, it feels very like Nico McBrain. On the oh, drum yeah. Program. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, we love a McBrain. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of like how saturated the guitar tone was with the uh, Line 6 FM4, like the, the heavy synth envelope thing. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of that, but uh, he managed to like make the riffs cool and interesting and dynamic enough to where it wasn't like a huge distraction, you know? Sure, sure. It was all right. Mm-hmm. It was all right. Um, yeah couple minutes in it goes into this super weird down tune and envelope chug part yeah uh that ended up being like really interesting after he started uh doubling everything with the bass yeah and uh i don't know it was highly experimental lots of cool riffs no real solos uh oddly enough i think this is my favorite track of the week it was weird as fuck Mm -hmm. and i didn't love it but i didn't love any of the pikes this week Mm-hmm. But I thought this one was like cool enough and weird enough and new enough. Yeah. That eh, it was interesting. It was interesting. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I also agree. I thought this one was interesting. I also like, I really liked the Pike 166 region a mm-hmm. lot because it just, I don't know. It felt like a very strong Pike to me. Mm-hmm. And like the comments that I read about it, I think a lot of people, I think it's, it struck a chord <laughs> with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> like the look you're giving me. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like it just it felt very strong, and like to me, it's just really impressive. You know, you make this many albums to still be able to put out something that I look at as like, hey, this is a strong example of like why what you're doing is cool, and like you're he's you know he's 166 albums in, like that's really impressive. Like that really. Rocks me, and I feel the same way about this one too. So, one sixty-seven as well. Really strong pike. Really, str- you'd say really strong. Interesting. Oh, I'd say they're they're both strong. I'd say, mm, I'd say one sixty-six is average. One sixty-seven is better than average, only on the merit of the second half of the album. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of any three of the pikes this week. I, th- I thought they were all good. They were all passable, but not fantastical. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, then line, or, uh, sorry, 
the sleep book track three on the album shapeless 167 mm-hmm. um it was really nice uh it was very soft had uh, some nice soft delayed guitar yep light yep. ride cymbal yep, yep, yep. and uh kind of worked itself into a, a post-rock song mm-hmm. uh with nice leads nice melodies no real solos very relaxing Real nice way to close out the album. Agreed. Real, real, but kind of more than anything, a real average Pike. Okay. I feel like a lot of Pikes. I I feel like this one was closer to average. I I really feel like 166 was above average for me, Mm -hmm. Uh, but 167 was, I would say, about average. I would say maybe slight bit above average. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a very listenable Pike, but it was not. It did not jump out at me as extremely unique. Yeah, and the tone on the album, like, I feel like it didn't really have a consistent direction. Um, hey, at least there's no, there wasn't any, like, of those electronic drums. That's true. Which, like, there wasn't, that, that there was wasn't nice. any bad mixing, really, in any of these albums. Yeah, they, they sounded pretty good. They did, they did. Um, you know, I feel the pacing of this album, at least, was like a horror ride. So yeah. I'd say it's a dark ride, kind of like the Haunted Mansion of some sort. Okay. Like, not super, like, atmospheric or anything, but kind of more direct. Just to like, me, this is dumpster rap music. This is music. Dumpster rap. They, they play music at the dumpsters for some insane reason. and Oh, it's an insane clown posse reason. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, you know why they play it next to the dumpsters? It's, it's insane composty. <laughs> That's pre- it's pretty good. You're, you're going to turn this into an insane clown podcast, Brit. Uh, uh, I already made that one on the, uh, on the well, well, the listeners don't know this. If you want to know this joke, it's so I can be more lame. Listen, uh, subscribe to our Patreon and listen to our bonus episodes. Spencer. You couldn't be more lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what you think, Britt. But there's many more hours of content where I can be lamer. <laughs> yeah, I edit that out, Spencer. <laughs> I, I know about that content. Yeah, Pike you 168, Ognerator, released on September 2nd, 2015, six days after Shapeless. Nice. Dude, this one has, like, I think my favorite album art of any of the Pikes. It's Good album art. It's, it's, real, really, it's, it's really, really clean it's and clean. good looking. It's it very, looks nice. It, it's, I think, maybe the only vector art used <laughs> maybe. on the Pikes. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. I'm a sucker for minimalism, and this is one that, like, it just looks nice. Like, yeah. I feel like if Buckethead released this as an album and, like, kept that as the art, like, I think it would Well, you know what the cool. art really reminded me of based on the color scheme and everything? I want to say it was, like... A yellow album cover with like red kind of dripping off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fries reminds, and mustard, dude. Fries and mustard, yeah. or like Watchmen, like the Watchmen, the button with yeah, yeah, the yeah. yellow uh-huh. happy face with blood on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very Watchmen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to send uh, uh, a Limb Biscuit song into the Watchmen TV series when they're talking about the Tulsa Race Massacre, which Limb Biscuit song would you pick? In together now, of course. <laughs> Perfect. Let, let's break the racial divide and bring people together here. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Perfect. Uh, yeah, this one's pretty. This is another record that I felt like was pretty solid. It was. It was. It's very similar to Pike One Sixty Seven. Um, I yeah. felt. 
Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's, it's also maybe a little funkier. Sixty six too, because it's yeah. it's a lot of jamming mm-hmm. over just like backing tracks. Um, I honestly felt this was the weakest Pike this week. And yeah, I'm going to go through yeah, it song agree. by song. Uh, track okay. It, so it, what? <laughs> there's four tracks this week. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's you're just the- so aggressive about it. You're like, I'm going to go through it song by song, Spencer, and we're going to fucking talk I've, about this. I've been this. watching a lot of wrestling, so I'm going to start like cutting promos on you during this. All like, right, all right, fine. Listen, Spencer, I know you like this week's <laughs> third Pike Ognorator, but I got to tell you, you got a 0% chance of defending <laughs> your opinion because I don't think... This was that great of an album, all right? It was released six <laughs> days after Shapeless, and it smells like six turds after Shapeless, you know? <laughs> I, I would watch wrestling if it was like this. Wrestling is like this, Spencer. <laughs> but that's why I direct- watch it. No, but like specifically directed towards me and my opinions. <laughs> oh, that's that's fair. <laughs> like, I want to pay for a service where there's just like a muscly guy that's like. <gasps> Spencer, you've been really disappointing me this week. I need you to. <laughs> you're, ta- you're talking about degradation cam shows, which is by some- like Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, though. it's something I, I used to do for money. Um, we, yeah, well, I know. I don't know if the people know, but well, now they do. Now my parents know because they listen to this podcast occasionally. Awesome, awesome. Speaking um, of awesome. <laughs> Ognorator was not that awesome. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I like the ketchup and mustard theme to it. That was not a musical theme. It's, it was a musical enough theme for me. Name name the song that was about <laughs> ketchup and mustard, Spencer. The first one. Yeah, how? <laughs> because it was. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the first track, Og, was uh, kind of just like drum and bass backing tracks with like shreddy parts. Um, and then he just went back to the same bass and guitar doubling riff. It's all right. Uh, he tries a lot of different things with like subtracting bass and subtracting drums, but the guitar is pretty constant throughout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's overall an okay song. Mm-hmm. The second song is 14 fucking minutes long. Yeah. And it's a little too long for the meat on the bone, if you will. Okay. Like right. it's um, you know, it's it's like, I feel like fourteen minutes is like the right amount of time for like oral sex <laughs> per person. Okay, that that feels like a long time. Really? Maybe. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Like if if it's like a foreplay and also like maybe getting the person off once or twice thing, not 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 sure. like uh, that's the only thing we're doing. Sure. If it's the only thing you're doing, fourteen minutes is like not enough. I don't I don't think. Also, I don't know. Like, can you do you come in fourteen minutes from a blowjob, Spencer? <laughs> <laughs> this is literally this is the third ween drop. If you've been paying attention, this is also now literally getting head. <laughs> A bucket cast. <laughs> Maybe for the first time ever. That rocks. Um, I plead the fifth. The fifth, so five minutes then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, that rocks. So, yeah. Um, 
Nah, second song, direct continuation of the first song, mm-hmm. ends in a weird part. Mm-hmm. Not sure if it was the right place. I'm not sure if YouTube did that right, but whatever. Uh, pretty crazy solo techniques in this song. Also, mm-hmm. like he does some really cool nubbing uh, and tapping and shit, which yeah. is always neat to hear. Cause like he does it in a way that really nobody else, I mean, other people do it like that, but like no one else of real prominence mm-hmm. does like nubbing and multi-finger tapping exactly like him. He does it in a very weird, spooky way. I like it. Um, track three raw. Obviously, a song about Sun Ra, right? Obviously. Didn't sound anything like Sun Ra. <laughs> sounded more like maybe Living Color. Maybe it was a song about uh, uh, Stargate SG-1. Ra is a villain in Stargate SG-1 for uh, a time, or a season or two. Yeah, is, like it, is it like Ra the sun god? Yes. Oh. So all of the ancient Egyptian gods are villains in the Stargate universe. Are they really villains, or are they like... What are you doing here, white people? No, no, no. They they are like uh, colonizer aliens that like go around and like do bad stuff. Are you sure we're not the colonizer alien, Spencer? Oh, man, I don't even know we, anymore. We built the Stargate, right? No. Oh, okay. The Stargate was built by... Nobody knows who built the Stargate. White people. Probably not. Yeah, if it's nobody knows, then it's like... Black people did it, and white people are like, it just showed up here. <laughs> Ancient mystery. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> there's there's no way those black people could have built the pyramids. It's got to be aliens. <laughs> Sucks. It does suck. Hate to see it. Yeah. So, so much of the time, fucking, like... Ancient alien explanations and conspiracies are just apologism for like racism, like believing that certain can cultures be, yeah. are just totally. not capable like, of incapable. Things. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of like uh, uh, Nazi ideology comes from that perspective. Yeah, which super is weird. super dumb. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. Wait, wait. Nazis being super dumb. <laughs> Ooh. Uh-huh. Bump, bump, bump. Oh, we'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> World War Two. We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> uh, track four. It's the uh, name of the episode. <laughs> World War Two. We'll be right back. Tra- <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, track four, Durr, uh starts out with some cool nubbing, works its way into an awesome doom metal riff. This was this was actually a pretty cool song. Yeah, had like a baroque metal vibe to it. Does yeah. a lot of staccato. Like yeah. very on key stuff. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Then he goes off on a big chromatic solo for the rest of the song, which is all right. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. This whole, whole album is all right. 168. All right. Almost fine. Really just a bucket jam though. A bucket jam for sure. Um, probably the weakest pike this week, I'd say. Um, sure. Music could yeah. go to a, like a big live chess game. Tight. At, at, like at with, with real people as the pieces, yeah, yeah, like exactly. That. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah, have yeah, it, like yeah. uh, it, the Alaska Renaissance Fair used to have one of those. I've never seen that. That sounds what? cool, dude. Honestly, the Alaska Renaissance Fair fucked. Yeah, uh, I was in it one year. Like I used to be in Alaska Theater of Youth, which is run yes. by like the same theater company that does the Ren Fair. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's that's like headed up by these two guys named Shane and Wayne Mitchell, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and they're twin brothers. 
I want to say, who uh, who have like one of the largest Pez collections in the world. Amazing. But they also run like a theater group in Alaska, mm-hmm. and they're fabulous. Like they're amazing. Like they're uh, they're the closest I will probably ever meet to like Tim Curry. They're mm. they're two individuals who are Tim Curry. It's fantastic. And Tim Curry is fucking fabulous. I love Tim Curry so much. Nice. Hell yeah. Cool. That that's a cool story, Britt. I love it that. Is. Um so I was I was thinking about this though. Um, yeah. Based on this, in Buckethead Land, if there was like a, a chess set, live chess board, mm-hmm. who would the characters be? What oh, would fuck. each individual So the pawns are chickens, probably, right? Probably, yeah. So so the two sides, you got Buckethead and then you got Death Cube K is the other king, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who who else do you think is on that board? Oh fuck! Uh, the queen is Dan Monty. <laughs> is the queen Dan Monty? Yes. Honestly, I think, I think like Bootsy Collins would be a better queen. On the, I, I on was the thinking light Bootsy side. Collins is the uh, the uh, 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 the knight, the knight, or or he could be the queen on the black side. And then the bishops are Bernie Worrell. That's <laughs> tight. <laughs> that's that rocks. Uh, no, no, like brain. I think is the castle. Okay, you mean the 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 rook? The rook. Rook. Is it? Is that what it's called? That's the rook. That's the rook. Okay, it's it's a castle. It's, it's fine. Rook. It's the rook. But you can call it that. I watched the, the Queen's Gambit, Brit. Yeah. I've I have heard of chess. Is that a? Is that like a British X Men? Yeah, basically. Think about that one. She's an X man or something, probably. No, the Queen's Gambit. I know. I thought it about a, it. it. Was a good I joke. I got it. I just I, I ignored about it. That one like two weeks ago, and I was like, "That's that's okay. I could use that somehow." <laughs> and I just did. So respect it, Spencer. <laughs> respect the craft, brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> respect the crap. Uh, yeah. Or, respect the craft. Nineteen ninety-eight. There you go. Shaka. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got for that. Oh, oh, Les Claypool should be a piece. Oh, a Les Clay piece. For sure. <laughs> Les Clay piece. should be like a bishop on one side. Huh? Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, pretty cool. I think it's pretty so, cool. So, yeah, that's that's where that's that's where we went this week in Pikes. Uh, uh, we went some other places, too, though. Yeah. And should, I should would like take to. a journey there? Would you like to go on a journey with me, Britt? No. <sighs> Come on. Statements from the Bucket Boys. Bucket Boys. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, we. <laughs> We made it. We made it here. This is the part of the show where we like to talk about shit, <laughs> a.k.a. YouTube, <laughs> and also poop. Want to talk about poop. Want to talk about shit. Want to talk about number one and number two. They <laughs> <laughs> hate us. Fuck that you. That was great. That was great. Uh, I love that. Yeah, we're garbage, dude. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, we, we, talk, we shine a light on some YouTube comments and like, you know... Just just talk about them, okay? Uh, 
kicking things off, uh, YouTube user Orlando Nass says two years ago, I can only imagine him doing Prince's facial expressions behind that mask. Yeah, I, I saw <laughs> that. Um, I don't know. So Prince, Prince is, I'd say, objectively a lot more sexual than Buckethead. Prince is an extremely horny man. Yeah, Prince is horny on all. Main Prince is horny on like everything on every yeah. album. Prince is like Prince is oh, horny yeah. on a major label. Like, <laughs> yeah. Prince Prince is one of the horniest motherfuckers of all time. I would not put Buckethead in the category of horny. Yeah, I I would not. Buckethead is not horny music. I don't no. think I could ever fuck to Buckethead. You can, you, I mean, I could, but like, I don't think I would. I would be distracted because of the connotation. That it has, uh-huh. uh, you know. What's yeah. the connotation? Uh, Fucking a buck. You and I talking about Buckethead, which is like not exactly what I want to think about when I'm about to bust. You don't know. Don't pretend you don't think about me to bust anyway, <laughs> Spencer. Uh, like, not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I just cross your mind. And you're like, what? Oh, uh, uh, well. They told me about the prostate. I get it. Speaking of the prostate, YouTube user Mateus E. Vanessa says six years ago, I know it. <laughs> says six years ago, I know how is his face. I don't fucking care how he is, but I found pictures of him and is definitely him. <laughs> or in the words of Tool, I don't know how is his face, but I... <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. That's beautiful. Um, I liked that comment a lot. Uh, it something. was pretty good. Um, yeah, so moving on. YouTube user Hernek Bazucha. <laughs> Amazing name. Uh, more like Hernek Bazinga. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Says six years ago, hold on, guitar and bass. No, nice. <laughs> hold on, you can play two stringed instruments. That you are can set two up of them on the exact same scale. What? Yeah, pretty, pretty good. I, I, they, they actually like somehow managed a bold and. Can you see that? See how and is bolded? Bold bold and italicized. Yeah. yeah bold and good. italicized. Like pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Um they must know HTML. They might they might. Uh YouTube user Funny Sunny nineteen sixty seven says one year ago. Thank God I don't have to do drugs because of the bucket. He is the perfect drug for me. Thanks, my friend Bucket. This is why uh, <laughs> Narcotics Anonymous recommends you listen to Buckethead while in recovery. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's it's yeah. recommended music because it's like you're you got so many albums to listen to. You're gonna not have drugs if you, left. If you need something to obsess over and uh here's the thing, if you're in Narcotics Anonymous or Alcoholics Anonymous, you actually don't have that hard of a time because then you can just become a sex addict. Uh-huh. Uh and like if you're attractive in one of those programs, yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. become a sex addict and if you're sober, you can just fuck everyone. And yeah. like a lot of people do that. And like 
Yeah. I, I was sober for, I mean, like, you know, California sober. I didn't drink for, uh, you know, like a year and change. And, um, and during that time I, I dated several people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did, I fucked a lot of sober people. Cause yeah. like, when you're sober, <laughs> you, you gotta, ju- you gotta get you, that thrill. You somehow. just, you just fuck. And like, I mean, you can't like go to a bar and hang out there or anything. So you're like, Hey, you want to just like come to my place? And then you just fuck. Nice. And it, it's it is, but it's also like I don't know. Having your thrills in other ways is cool, but you know a lot of people in that community like smoke weed too, which is pretty awesome. Just hanging out, fucking a bunch, smoking weed—that's a cool way to be sober. Maybe I'll stop drinking again. Put it on my dating profiles. That way, I can just like <laughs> get those sober hoes, baby. <laughs> get that sober hole, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's not even sober. It's like, like all. All of these people smoked hella weed with me. Um, yeah, just no, just no, just no hard stuff, just no booze, no booze, and especially no kratom. Yeah, we 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 have like, <laughs> you know, you you talk about uh, you talk about like the astrology bitches and the tarot the bitches, tarot hoes, tarot hoes. Yeah, but come on, the the kratom, the the kratom sluts, the kratom sluts are. <laughs> Are really the bottom of the barrel. Let's be I honest. don't know about bottom of the barrel. Uh, tell me what's what's. <laughs> lo- uh, tell me how low were you have gone, Spencer, <laughs> than the kratom sluts? I would like to know you the bottom of your barrel at this point. Uh, this is a statement from the Spencer boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> You're pl- that's the second time you played the fifth tonight, brother. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes Damn, you gotta. Speaking so- of Kratom sluts, YouTube user AG says four years ago. That's that's uh, the chemical uh, symbol for gold. Oh yeah, the YouTube user the chemical symbol for gold says four years ago the man is a machine. The man is not a man. He is a god gracing the earth and blessing us with the sounds of the heavens themselves for our mere mortal ears to take the tiniest of sips of the fountain of youth with a golden elixir. Golden elixir. <laughs> I think he's talking about pee. Yeah, yeah, this dude. Yeah, he's, he's definitely about yeah. getting pissed on. Hey, yeah. yeah, oh, for sure. You ever yeah. been pissed on? Uh, no, really. Yeah, I've never been pissed on either. I've peed uh, on someone. Yeah, but it, like in in a in a bathtub setting. Yeah, I they mean, were like yeah. really into. It. And the yeah. the thing is, like, yeah. they they were like super hot. Yeah, like super hot. Honestly, the only like mildly famous person I've ever been with. Mm. But they they like insisted that I pee on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, we love to see it. Yeah. Um, speaking of pee, uh, <laughs> actually, sorry, I'm gonna save that one for later. Um, <laughs> YouTube user Michael Byrne says five years ago, anyone know what scale is being used? And YouTube user. Santa Claus responds two years ago. Sounds like a neoclassical scale combined with a minor and minor pentatonic. But what do I know? I just deliver presents to kids. A classical scale 
combined with a minor pentatonic? What is that supposed to, what do you mean classical I think, scale? I think what he means is harmonic minor and minor and pentat and like melodic minor. That's basically what he means. Okay. So a harmonic minor and melodic so Yeah. Which is true. Yeah, he is technically so using that's, that's basically harmonic and melodic bl- minor. Blue scale. Uh well Well blue blue no. scale with, with, with yeah. a, a flat seven or a sus flat seven. You can use either seven then. Yeah, you could use either seven, yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but basically, I mean, it's but also, wait, what does he mean a classical scale? He he means harmonic minor for sure. That's the that's the classical. So scale. he means minor. <laughs> okay. What he means is a har- melodic minor and harmonic minor. Okay. But I I just love the Santa Claus aspect of it. Yeah, uh, really good. I like to imagine like a a fucking like. You've seen like Bad Santa, right? Oh yeah, like Bad Santa is a classic. It's actually like one of my favorite. I think it's a it's a great Christmas movie. Yeah, it's honestly. it's it's probably might might be my favorite Christmas honestly, movie. And like, Billy Bob Thornton really needs to do more comedies because the dude's fucking funny as hell. Yeah, and he's like he's so good in that movie. He's, he's just amazing. an awesome dude. Honestly, like <clears throat> I would highly recommend looking up Billy Bob Thornton interviews because he's just one of those guys who like made a lot of money and got really famous, and then he's like. Oh wait, I can just do anything. And so now what he does is anything he wants. And there's interviews about him who's like, Yeah, I was just like kind of doing nothing. I didn't have any work. So I'm like, I'm gonna move to the south for a while. And so like, you know, I moved to got an apartment in Tennessee and just hung out with some guys and learned how to make knives. And I'm like, <laughs> What? Fucking rocks, dude. What dude? That hell rules? yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell fuck yeah, yeah dude. smokes a ton of weed and doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Like, hell yeah. Oh, I like yeah. Billy Bob Thornton a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Speaking of uh, doing rad stuff, <clears throat> YouTube user AirGuitar74 says, mm. six years ago, leaving no stone unturned, the ever-relentless buckethead goes places with his playing that amaze this 63-year-old man. You love an old man commenting on YouTube. You do. And you know what I love most about this is that... He got so upvoted, right? He was 63 years old Mm -hmm. six years ago. Oh, my God. Happy 69th birthday, brother. Nice. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, now we, we come to a part of the show that I like to call Come Corner. It's Ooh, a new... I like, I like co- <laughs> I'm going to have to make a theme song for this? This is a new part of, of Bucket Void okay. that I'm going to call Come Corner. And what we talk about here are dudes that are definitely horny while they're talking about Buckethead. Well, how, about, how about something like uh, <clears throat> Getting Horner, Massive Borner, Let's Get In The Come Corner! That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Please just use that for the song. It's, it's like not, just a sample of you doing not that. Not bad. Not <clears> bad. I like that. Uh, YouTube user Ramoni Ramon says six years ago, love it, buckethead. My head goes down for you. Ooh, you yeah, know what he, he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he wants to suck oh, off yeah. Buckethead. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of people want to suck off Buckethead, to be honest. I mean, he deserves to be sucked off a lot, I yeah. think. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does. For sure. 
Yeah. Like, that's such a good thing. Uh, he deserves a, a <laughs> soothsucker, if you will. <laughs> Soothsucker's the name of the episode. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, speaking of that, YouTube user to heaven and hell. It's the number two heaven and hell. Do you think is they're talking about the... Uh, the project that was like uh, basically Ronnie James Dio uh, Black Sabbath mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was like post Black yeah. Sabbath kind to of. heaven to hell yeah yeah, yeah for sure no, yeah 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 uh, they say one year ago I think I must reinforce that I like this song so much it is very close to an orgasm a masterpiece. Masturbation, <laughs> masturbation, yes, yeah, that dude's definitely for, for sure. That dude is coming, yeah. So, here's the weirdest part. So, that was one year ago. He left another comment. Oh, uh, is it a follow up? Is it a follow up? How many months later? One month ago. Oh, I love that. Uh, the, one of my favorite parts, uh, <laughs> sorry for this aside, but one of my favorite parts about internet comments on YouTube, yes, especially, yes, yes. is people who come back way way long after the fact mm-hmm. to either respond to someone else, which is super interesting. Yeah. Uh, but not as interesting. Cause you know, especially if like someone leaves a comment two years after and then someone, you know, responds to it two years after that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when someone responds to their own comment, yes. Years later. Yeah. And they're like, I need to update the world about this. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, wow. Like, thanks like that, man. That, that one guy who was just like, yeah. by the way, no homo. <laughs> that was the most amazing. Like, like six yeah. years later or something. I'm yeah. like, what? But, but yeah. why? But yeah, I, I love it. So it's, sorry, it's beautiful. Sorry, continue. How, oh, how it's great. So to heaven, to, to heaven and hell responded to himself one month ago and mm-hmm. said, I think I mentioned that I like this song. Did I? Oh, yeah. So he's still masturbating, he's which still I think is it's great. He's still extra horny for Buckethead. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So that was Cum Corner. Um, I like Cum Corner. Thank yeah. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> Getting horny. Oh, actually, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, no, I forgot we have one more Cum Corner. Okay, okay, one do more. It, do it. Do, do me. Do so, me, baby. <laughs> We have one last come corner <laughs> YouTube user. William Haugam says, one year ago, edited. His music doesn't just please the ear. It pleases the whole body and soul. Oh, I've never been one to dance, but Bucket makes me feel move. Sorry, but Bucket makes me move. My neighbor probably thinks I'm having convulsions. No, you know, your neighbor knows what that thumping sound yeah, is. Yeah, no, he knows you're masturbating. He knows exactly what yes. that thumping sound is. Yes. Getting older, <laughs> massive order. Thanks for coming to the come corner. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to do one, <clears throat> one more, and then we'll do a Jordan Vine and then a, a, a Britain Void. Okay. Okay. Uh, YouTube user Don T says, one year ago, whoever gives every song one thumb down needs to stick with listening to the Osmonds and leave greatness alone. Honestly, the Osmonds are pretty great. Yeah, and like the, the, of all artists to pick, this dude's got to be like 100 years old. I know, right? Like, what is happening? Yeah. 
it's like, hey, if you don't like good music, go listen to Johnny Paycheck. Like, what? <laughs> Who? What the fuck are you saying? What? Yeah, Johnny so Paycheck. He, he did uh, Take This Job and Shove It, which is oh, yeah. a great working class song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we love uh, that. <clears throat> is it time? It's is, uh, it, is it is it vine time? It's vine time, baby. Master of the shift key, a bucket bot divine. Come to extraordinary. It's vine. Oh my god! So Jordan Vine kicks things off in a really like really incredible way. Um, mm-hmm. This is like one of my favorite Jordan Vine comments. Yes. Uh, and this was four years ago. He said. I'm not a guitarist or a musician. I don't know anything about the technicalities of playing the guitar. I just absolutely love the way he plays it. He's the best there ever is or have ever, 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 ever been. No guitarist alive today is better than Buckethead, and that's that. (laughs) So I saw this, and I actually have a lot to say about this. I'm actually almost surprised that Jordan Vine doesn't really play guitar. Yeah, I know, right? Which like uh, yeah. that was that was why I was so excited about yeah, this comment. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, I, this I'm is, surprised this, this, he doesn't play guitar. Right. No, th- this actually like is the first time I feel like we actually get a real window into the life of what Jordan Vine is Truly. and why yeah. he loves Buckethead uh-huh. so much that he can't contain his caps lock. He can't. He can't. There was so much caps he can't lock in keep that. Keep it in like, his pants. He, he really in his pants lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should apply a pants lock for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just he—he's such a like interesting soul, yeah. and like I, I love like how passionate he is he about. Is, but but now we know that like. Honestly, like his his perspective is kind of uninformed because he's very certain yes, yes. that Buckethead is the best guitarist, but he doesn't really know what goes into being the best guitarist. No, it's just he doesn't. the one that he subjectively appreciates the most. Totally. Which I get, because I mean he is a great guitarist. And like if you listen to if you talk to other guitarists, like, you know, you'll walk into any fucking uh, guitar center and you know start playing guitar and be like hey I think Buckethead's the best guitarist no one there is going to disagree with you A because it's not an invalid musical opinion but B because they want to sell you a fucking Gibson Les Paul totally uh, totally uh, um, I want Jordan Vine to make music because I want to hear what his music is yeah. like it's really something else and so like he he went on a fucking tear this he week. He did. He definitely uh, did. I saw all this. And I was don't like, have the throat energy to do all of these. I'll be honest. There's a lot. But well, there's I, one in you particular know I'd I like. I might be able to help you with that, Spencer. I, I would love for you to read this one I've for got me. a lot of throat energy, and I can <laughs> teach you how to train yourself to. <laughs> thanks, Britt. Uh, okay, so, so th- thanks for relying on my throat energy. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep our volume reasonable yeah. here. We're not. So. We don't need to. All right. But yeah. So, so three I, years ago, Jordan Vine says this guy's music is world class. <laughs> the world of a real and true music genius. <laughs> for the people who throw abuse at him, really can't accept how awesome. His music really and truly is or just <laughs> one thing. <laughs> Jealous. 
and they can't, and they want to be as talented as him, and they can't accept the fact they're not, and they wish they were. By the way, I haven't got anything cruel, horrible, or abusive to say about him. Nothing at all. Because <laughs> he is a real and true music genius, and he always and forever will be, and that's a fact! <laughs> this is beautiful, Britt. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, Turn Vine really, like, he went on an adventure this week. Um, I'm going to read one more, and All then right. we'll move on here. Okay. Turn Vine said four years ago. Mm-hmm. I like that yours was three years ago, so he, like, came back to this like mm. a year later. Oh, he came all right. Oh, Jordan comes hard. Dude. That dude comes. Oh my god! I mean, he he comes like from the <clears> prostate. <throat> like, have, have you had a prostate orgasm, Spencer? Yes. Okay, then you know they're like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's where like half of the orgasm comes from. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh-huh. so like you know, he comes directly from the prostate. You know, you know every <laughs> every rope he spills out goes across the fucking room. Yeah, yeah. Like you could you could string up a guitar with every rope he spills out of his dick, dude. <laughs> those are those are I love that, like, those I are just Zach like- Wild gauge strings right there, baby. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, custom gauge for like the drop A, yeah, <laughs> drop. Drop D, baby. <laughs> I love that, like, when opening up speculation, like, you're just instantly like, yeah, dude, prostate orgasms, like, <laughs> fucking, fu- fucking shooting ropes. <laughs> like, you just, like, instantly go there. It's perfect. I, I love it. Uh, where, where else can I go, Spencer? I know. I love, like, point. so it's still, like, one of my favorite interactions we've ever had is when, like, you wrote an album called Cyclic, yeah. and you're like, here's my I album. Wrote a book called Cyclic. You, or, sorry, <laughs> did you say album? Yeah, you did. Uh, I yeah, wrote a you, novel. You wrote a novel yeah. called Cyclic, and you're like, here's my novel. You can read it if you want. And I was like, okay. So I read a, a bit of it, and I was like, hey, Britt, um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I just want to point out, this is just a little bit of feedback here, I just want to point out that in the first two chapters of the book, you have both of your main characters, scenes where both of your main characters sit down and masturbate to internet pornography, where you describe what internet pornography they are jerking off to, and... <laughs> Oh, well, that is cool. I'm not sure if you need to have the same scene for both characters. It feels a little too much like your life. It's called exposition, Spencer. (laughs) It's the Chekhov's gun. Uh, so good. It's called building characters, all right? Like, I remember both of them. I feel like, so, like, the young guy was jerking off to, like, anal porn and like the mm-hmm. older guy was jerking off to like milfs or something yeah that's right <laughs> like something like yeah, that Car- carl bosner definitely had a more of a thing for like milfs and like older women yeah because he, he had only had sex once which was with a, with a prostitute <laughs> yeah. that, that he ended up like knowing later in the book oh and that's the, nice the, the other guy was just like his whole thing was all about power yeah and so like the, he only really watched like anal porn 
mm-hmm. because he saw it as like a symbol of the, uh, the the real domination of like some you know because like it's sex that's just not for procreation and you know yeah, especially yeah. when it's heterosexual it's just like you know you're using that whole just because you want to mm-hmm. yeah and so there there's a lot of subtext there and uh, if you want to go into the um, <laughs> the literary angles of uh, masturbation, we can definitely do that. <laughs> literary but, I, but I feel that's more like uh, getting masturbation cast. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good name for the episode, too. Uh, you know, one last thing, and that is YouTube user Terry Gerard, who responded to a Jordan Vine comment oh, okay. five months ago uh-huh. and said... Jordan Vine, yeah. you are the best to describe what Buckethead music is. And I agree. Beautiful. Statement! <laughs> no. No. Statements from the written boy. Right. Um, I hated that. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Still only 17 seconds long. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On August 14th, 2019, mm-hmm. at 4.34 p.m., you texted me and said, <clears throat> quote, These five words in my head. Alexa, play Nickelback on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. Statements from the bucket boy. Bucket boy. Wow. Oh, here, here we are. We hey, Spencer, are. what do you uh, what do you got to recommend to me this week? Uh, I have like a. Oh man. Uh, I think that like instead of that, I'm gonna do something that's like not exactly a recommend and not exactly a not recommend. Mm-hmm. More of just an update on something that I've been aware of for a while. Okay. Okay. Is so, this a herpes update? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, um, have we talked about it on the podcast before? What? How you have like all types of herpes? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like you you even have a simplex they haven't found. <laughs> <laughs> Complex. It's the, like the magazines. <laughs> it's not simplex at all, baby. Yeah, it's yeah. complex. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's, it's it's both it's like two magazines complex and xl yeah there you go yeah, yeah exactly exactly you nailed it <clears throat> um so there's a a film um mm-hmm. called heathers which you I may or may not be familiar heathers. when oh. was the last time you watched heathers i'm gonna say like four or five years ago it's a great film i watched it recently mm-hmm. as in within the last week and yeah. There's a lot of stuff in that movie that has aged very poorly. Really? Yeah. I, I, rem- I mean, the whole thing is, like, very um, nihilistic in a way. It is. It is. It's just, like, so here's the thing. I'm not necessarily saying it's bad now. Yeah. I'm not. But I'm also not saying it's still good. I'm saying it is under review. Uh, there are things about that film that have aged poorly in today's uh, age of more accountability with social behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like some of the characters in that movie are fucking problematic. Admittedly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way the film treats those characters, 
Yeah, you could argue that it ends up working out, but I don't know. It's it's yeah, it's quite a thing. I don't know. Ultimately, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> and yeah. if that's a film that you liked in the past, I would say, hey, maybe maybe rewatch it, or maybe don't if you have a good memory of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a uh, it's an interesting one. Uh, <clears throat> I watched that and was not as stoked as I was hoping to be after watching that. But mm-hmm. I did watch something that I I can wholeheartedly recommend, and that is the X Files episode oh, um, okay. that I watched. Was the it the one day. with Dave Grawl? No, it is He's not. He's in an episode <clears throat> of X Files. That fucking rocks. Yeah. Um. So it is season seven, episode thirteen, first person shooter. Ooh, that's oh. Please tell me it has like really bad nineties CGI, bro. So so bro. Can, can I can I tell you one of my very favorite episodes of Law and Order SVU? I believe is one that's a video game episode where uh-huh. there's like this fat nerd kid uh-huh. and he's like obsessed with this, like this Dungeons and Dragons game and he mm-hmm. keeps like referring to I think himself as the Gorgon. That rules. Because that's like the villain in the video game and he's mm-hmm. like molester in real life. So he's the Gorgon. That rocks. It's the dumbest thing. I love it. Yeah, so this episode um <clears throat> it follows uh there's like a a game company that's making this like VR game that you like put on all this gear. It looks very cyberpunk. Oh yeah. And then you go play, you're like, it's basically a shooting gallery. It's a really dumb game. You just like shoot dudes with a gun. Anyways, uh, a dude, one of their play testers gets killed by the game. And then the X files folks come in. Uh, they come because the, uh, the lone gunman, are working on the game. They're contractors working on the game. Okay. And so they call Mulder and Scully, and they're like, hey, you need to check this out. It's fucked up. Okay. And so they come out. Lone Gunmen were the best part of that show, let's be honest. They're great. They're so good. <clears throat> we love them. They're heroes of mine. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, I mean, they're like conspiracy nerds. They're like, you know, us if we had like really marketable skills to somebody. Yeah, the one that looks like me wears a sick Ozo Motley shirt in this episode, which is fucking <laughs> tight. And I just shout out to Ozo Motley, shout out to Charlie Tuna. You Sh- suck, like, Shut the fuck up. That's tight. And yes, that one does look like me. You know it's true. Don't yeah. Be, don't be proud of this. <laughs> I'm just acknowledging it, okay? okay. Like well, it just exists. I, I was gonna say maybe you should apologize for it. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways, the the episode culminates in Fox Mulder dressing up in the cyber gear and wearing super sick cyber sunglasses and then getting sucked into the game to fight a dominatrix woman. It's fucking incredible. I love getting sucked into the game. Yeah, dude. Uh oh, yeah. I, X-Files Season 7, Episode 13, First Person Shooter. That's my big recommendation for the week. Watch it. I watched Squid Game. Squid Game was really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's, that's a, one that I've avoided it's because... A, it's, it's a normie thing, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's really good. Like, it is really Sometimes good. normies get it right. And this this is... I mean, it was created in Korea, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a very large, you know, like, treatise on kind of like capitalism and, like, power structures, really. Um... And it just exploded in America. And, mm-hmm. you know, the guy who created it wrote it like 11 years ago. 
and has been trying forever to get it produced. And finally Netflix was like, yeah, all right, we'll give you a shot. And it's a fucking great story. And I mean, it was super low budget. Uh, they made it for like $20 million, but apparently it's made Netflix over a billion dollars now. That's crazy. So if you look at it like a film perspective, it's like the most successful film ever made, hmm. um, which is crazy. Hmm. And it's like by far the most successful foreign media like, ever made. It's nuts. Okay. Yeah. But it's it, worth watching. It, it's huh? really good. It's really good. It's, um, I mean, it has a lot to say. It got big out of nowhere for a reason. And it got big okay. and it's, it's not like dubbed or anything. It's in the original Korean. Like, and I, I really, honestly, if something gets huge in America and it forces people to read, so either a book <laughs> or something with subtitles, mm -hmm. you can usually expect that it's good quality. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I avoided checking it out just because, like, the, the normies at my job thought it was really good. Not that yeah. they are they have bad taste and stuff. Yeah. I was just like, eh, honestly, it's like a thing I'm, I wouldn't be into. I'm definitely not. A normie. <laughs> uh, I would say that you are, quote, a power weirdo. <laughs> did I say that? No, you did not say that. I say that about you. I'll take it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I describe you to other people. I'm like, oh, my friend Brit, uh, you're a power weirdo. <laughs> you know what? If you're not into weirdo, <laughs> you are not, not my friend. friend. Power weirdo. <laughs> I'm a weirdo for all. Wow. No and straight dudes. Leave the hall. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine making, like, pro-LGBTQ, like, Power metal? like, like, Manowar covers. Like, just, like, changing the lyrics okay. to be, like, about other stuff. We sure that's not what Sabaton does? <laughs> I don't know. I've never listened to, like, a full song. I, they're, they're just... I just I just know they're gay as fuck, and uh, they do power metal. Oh, no. <laughs> Bucket jokes are leaking. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Ha, 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 bucket joke. Ha, 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 bucket joke. Ha, 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 bucket joke. Ha, 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 bucket joke. Finally got the, the glasses on. Oh, yeah, you got the glasses on this oh, week. Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah, that's great. Where does Joey Fatone ejaculate when he's <laughs> masturbating in a hotel bathroom? <laughs> Tell me. In sync. <laughs> I love that you picked Joey Fatone of all of them. Because <laughs> he is the one that would be jerking off in the sink. How does the U.S. military <laughs> ensure their combat operations are lossless? Oh, no. Well, they make all their soldiers wear flak jackets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a joke for no one but me. My Thanks. mom always told me never to get into a stranger's van. So getting into Greta Van Fleet? <laughs> that's completely out of the question. <laughs> what about Van Halen? Oh, that's a good. Uh, that actually made a pretty good joke too. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what's black and white and full of horse semen? <laughs> Ghost vocalist Papa Emeritus. Yeah, buddy, I love that joke. That's a good one. What do a Chinese restaurant bar 
and a crowbar concert have in common? Oh, no. Well, they both have heavy pores. (laughs) (laughs) I think you broke me with that. That is such a beautiful... Jesus Christ. Why is a... Why is 60 minutes the most communist measurement of time? Why? Because it's hours. <laughs> hours. I get it. Okay. Why did Red Hot Chili Peppers vocalist Anthony Kiedis title his 2004 autobiography Scar Tissue? Why did he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, because that's what his absolutely wrecked asshole is covered in. <laughs> it's just a war zone in there. <laughs> it's like Iraq after the second Gulf War. <laughs> the second one, 2004. Not the original. I mean, his asshole after the first Gulf War was kind of like the first Gulf War. It was really wrecked, but like, I mean... Second one really did it to him. Uh, what's the difference between slashing a dog? You can train a dog to not piss the bed. Uh, yeah, you can just pay somebody to deal with that, you know. Yeah. What to what gift did Tommy Lee give Kid Rock oh, God. when he started dating Pamela Anderson? Tommy Lee's famous ex. Well, he gave him hepatitis C. (laughs) Damn. A gay man, a rapist, and two of their servants walk into a bar. The bartender says, oh my God, you guys are legendary rock band Kiss. (laughs) (laughs) What? are we doing here (laughs) speaking of kiss what do enlisted navy personnel and paul stanley's farts have in common (laughs) well both are mostly semen (laughs) well you gotta enlighten me about this like paul stanley bottom thing what is happening here i'm very convinced <laughs> paul stanley is a gay bottom in the closet if you like watch him or listen to him like he voluntarily like performed as like a uh, the, the canadian phantom of the opera <laughs> there's no way he's straight okay just, like just listen to him talk hear him say like look at him he's he, there's no way he's heterosexual just Paul Stanley. Like, like, look at any piece of media with Paul Stanley in it, and you'll be like, oh, well, well. <clears throat> I love this. Um, here's a, a joke for you, because you're on the Geek Squad. What do Apple's best-selling laptop and McDonald's training manual authors have in common? Well, both are MacBook Pros. <laughs> okay, that's better than I was expecting. That's good. <laughs> Why should you wait until after dinner to watch Dune? Uh, I don't know. Because it's all desserts. <laughs> You're killing me. 
Killing me. All right, I got one more left. Uh, why did the horses go hungry in the pretrial facility? The horse? The horse. Why did the horse go hungry in the pretrial facility? I don't know. Well, because he couldn't afford bail. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> joke. Uh, oh, my God. Wow. We we have been streaming and podcasting for like three hours. That's too many. It's too many hours. Yeah. Um, Britt, where can we find you on the web? You can find me at Dog Vorbis or uh, just hit us up on any socials at A Bucket Cast. Where can I find you, Spencer? My website, Spencer.zone. S P E N S E R dot Z O N E, baby. Spencer.zone, baby. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that. Yep. Anyway, yeah. this has been Britain. And this has been Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucket heads. And namaste. <laughs>